Voices podcast. And today we have a special guest. Um, her name is Stacy Elliott, which is my sister. Um, she came across this podcast just to kind of drop in and give some insight as we get into this new episode. Um, and we're talking about 2020 lessons. So she will introduce herself and I want you guys to hear her out because she has some really positive things to bring to the table tonight. Well, hey y'all. I'm Stacy. I don't know if Sabrina said it, but I'm her little sister. And I am a certified group fitness instructor. So I teach group fitness classes and my classes are, I'm a black woman. So I wanted to teach fitness for black women. Yes. So we do a whole lot of twerking and dancing and just getting mm-hmm. loose. It's a type of class you go to where you leave. You'd be like, I didn't even know we was exercising. <laughs> and that's what I do. And I do it in yoga, cycling, dancing, etc. We're we're so glad to have you here, sis. Thank you for tapping (laughs) in and being here with us. Um, And so today we're going to talk about 2020 lessons. Yes. So Alexandria is here as well, and we're just going to tap in and get into it. So, Stacey, tell us about things that you've learned in 2020, like 2020 lessons. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and get into it. Mm, 2020 for me has been a year... Just finding out who Stacy really is mm, to yes. the core, without mm-hmm. the distractions, okay. without the distractions of life. Cause you had time to quarantine. Yes, I was quarantined for real. So I, mm-hmm. I'm a group fitness instructor. Want nobody in these gyms this year? Yeah. Want nobody in these gyms? And I personally was not trying to teach online. Mm-hmm. So that's something I learned about myself. But I really learned from not working. How valuable it is to not do anything. Mm. How to just spend your time. And your time is really your time. Yeah. It's whatever I wanted to do. It wasn't a, I want to do this because so-and-so making me do it. Or I know I got to be here by this time. So it wasn't none of that. It was literally, you got 24 hours to do whatever you want to do. How are you going to spend that time? And how are you going to spend that time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I personally started reflecting and seeing. I just was like see my daily habits like just on a day. Like what I do all day. I was like, okay. My screen time is up. And I don't sleep a lot. And I'm eating, but not eating how I want to. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I'm you learning things. your unhealthy habits. <laughs> yeah, I learned more about my unhealthy habits than my healthy habits. And yeah. that showed me, like, you need to you need to start focusing on what you can make better instead of what's already good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I work all the time, so it's good. But I ain't sleeping at night, so maybe I should try to do something about that. Yeah, um, I love that you saw like you you saw what faults you had, and now you're trying to move forward with fixing them. You know, because I feel like a lot of times, like for for 2020 for me, I had learned that I need to change within myself too. Like mm-hmm. I need to, yes. I need to understand entrepreneurship. Like I need to understand that that is an important thing. You know, mm-hmm. I need to understand that I can do it. You know, that's so that's like one whole demon in itself. Think outside the box. Right. So, so with everything that was going on, it was kind of hard. Like, you know, I'm stuck in the house. I'm in solitude. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I
y'all. Bless you, baby. Bless you, baby. It's okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in a place where I'm in solitude, and I'm like, dang, like, I need to understand what additional things I want to do with my life. You know, school isn't enough. So I just felt like that kind of sparked my entrepreneur mindset. Like I would think other people out here doing things and dang, maybe I need to add value to my name. Like maybe I need to add some type of value to me. Mm-hmm. And that might be important because, you know, working someone else's job can't be great all the time. Like you said, it might be good, but you could do better, you know? Yes, yes. And I've, I've always kind of thought that way, but I just didn't know how, like, you know, how do you get outside of that nine to five? Like, how do you do that? So I do feel like 2020 has definitely helped me kind of look into that and think about, okay, what's more than just what I'm trying to go after? Right. So I definitely agree with you. I feel like with me, 2020 has taught me how to not settle. Mm. And I have been noticing that this year especially, I was settling. And I was trying to figure out why am I so unhappy and it was because I was allowing things to happen in my life that I truly did not want to happen, but I wanted to make other people happy. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come on now. I wanted mm-hmm. to make that hit, that hit home <laughs> for yeah, me. I wanted to make other people happy. And I thought if they were happy, then I'm going to automatically be happy because the fact that they're happy, they're going to treat me a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. They're going to treat me the way I want to be treated because they're happy. I made them happy. They're going to make you happy So they're going to make me happy in return. Mm-hmm. But what I realized was they're going to take it and leave. Mm. Okay? It's kind of like, you know... You pour it into somebody else's cup, and you think it ain't going to pour into your cup back, but all you have is an empty cup now, and they mm-hmm. got a full cup, and they walk off. And they walk away. So, and that was in relationships, that was in friendships, that was in, shoot, even dealing with, like, a career, you know? Mm-hmm. It was in all those different type type of things, and what's crazy is it took... Let's be honest, people started taking the pandemic series like around what, February, March? Yeah, March for sure. Around March, March. yeah. So it was in that that span of time where I've noticed that and I definitely need more time to know to to learn more, but in that span of time I learned so much. So as much as the pandemic has been like tragic in so many eyes in everybody's eyes it's Mm -hmm. definitely tragic it's definitely a year that we're all going to remember mourn whatever but it's also I feel like a year for a lot of people to look back at and reflect and even thank God about because Mm. you've learned so much rather it was through grief Mm -hmm. rather it was through heartbreak rather it was through failure rather it was through a breakthrough like, no matter what, you're going to look back at this year and be like, dang, I got through it. Right. I got through it. Right. And I and I think, like, what you're saying is important, too, because people don't understand how somebody can can take in so much in a relationship instead of giving in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So many people can take, 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 but when it's time for them, them to give to you, they have these, you know, these these setbacks like oh my gosh like I'm not gonna do that for her or him or I'm not gonna allow myself to get to that point with let that me person. clarify we're talking about personal relationships and friendships right? yeah 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 of okay. course yeah and even like fam like I don't want to say family ships but you know like relationships yeah. with your family like yeah. you know when your family can take 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 from you and it's like dang like I'm wanting them to finally do something great for me 
You know, I want them to finally appreciate what I got going and what I've done for them. That was a great point because a lot of people yeah. don't understand that you can be looking that, and that time flies. So I can look look into myself and say, dang, I've been talking to this person for this long. or I've been letting my family do this to me for this many for this many years or this long of a time. And finally, I'm realizing, dang, it's been four years and I've been letting them walk all over me for four years. Mm-hmm. Or dang, I've been giving these folks money every year and they ain't never gave me nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's like another thing to also, I think that was a great point. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Great point, great point. But when we're talking about settling, like, Stacey, what does settling look like to you? Settling for me is... Saying no, saying yes when you want to say no. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know in your heart of hearts, your soul of souls, you like, no, no. But you're just like, yeah, it's okay. Or red flag. Or Not yes. even just a no, but even a red flag. Yeah, or like a, or you see a red flag when you're dating. You see a red flag and you like, I know this is a red flag. But in your mind, you like, okay. I'm gonna tuck that under the rug. Maybe I'm gonna tuck, you I know. Maybe it's something deeper to it. Maybe it's a reason behind why he mm-hmm. does that or why like they're acting that way. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I think 2020. I definitely learned everybody has a personal pandemic. We all going through a pandemic together, but everybody got their personal pandemic. That's true. Which means people I got their own personal issues and stuff they gotta work on, and that's okay because everybody got stuff to work on. The thing with me is like. I feel like when I'm settling, I'm doing it with somebody who don't want to work on the red flags, mm-hmm. who don't want to work on this stuff. It's okay. It's not curse. I mean, if you don't want to work on the shit, they need work on. Yeah. Yeah. And you just like, and settling is just like the allowing. Mm-hmm. Allowing. It's like, yes. it's like a baby almost or a pet or something. Like, you know you ain't supposed to shit on my good rug, mm-hmm. but I'm going to allow it. Because I love you. Mm-hmm. Because I want you to, you know, continually care for me. Right. I want you to, you know, be there for me when I ain't got nobody else. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, everybody got their different reasons for settling. But I know for me, I was like, I realized, like what Alex said, I can't say yes when I want to say no, no more. Yep. This is the end of this. Yep. And I definitely feel the same way. Like I said... Definitely in relationships. Whoever is listening, ladies, men, whoever. When you guys see those red flags when it comes to dating, I promise you, take them. Understand them. You have that intuition for a reason. Take those red flags. They're red. Literally, they're red flags for a reason. (laughs) And I feel like this year, I saw those red flags. I didn't really take them Mm -hmm. like I should have. Yeah. And it's so funny because when it comes full circle, you look back and you say, dang, I could have left a long time ago. Yeah. I could have learned this a long time ago. It's something about God. He is going to teach you the same lesson until you get it. Yes. That comes with relationships. That comes with a friendship. That comes with your career. That comes with anything in your life. If you do not learn what God is trying, if you, especially if you pray to God, God, help me be like this. Help me to see that. Help me to be in this type of relationship. He going to say, okay. And he is going to give you that type of opportunity to make a certain decision. 
You say you want this. Let's see if you really want it. Mm-hmm. If you choose the the wrong thing, he's going to teach you a lesson from that. If you do not learn that lesson, it's going to happen again until you learn it. And you're going to be wondering, why do I still attract these same type of things into my life? And it's because you didn't learn the lesson that was taught to you before. Mm-hmm. So, so that is especially what I have learned <laughs> this year. I am not trying to relearn the lesson again. Yes. I am not. And I and, and to go off of that, you know, God also shows you warnings before. Like he will warn you. So you would that's what so that's what the red, red flag. flag. He didn't give you a warning. Listen, now he's trying to show you. Listen, this person Open your eyes. This person is not emotionally stable. Open your eyes. <laughs> this person is not financially stable for you. This person Emotionally stable, yeah. not emotionally stable. His, I mean, and also, this person—he doesn't love the things that you love. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't have the same passions as you. So it's like now I have to take myself, and I'm like, dang, he already showed me. You know, he don't believe in this, or he don't like to open my door when I'm walking in, or he already did this and that. And it's like, dang, like, why did I ignore those things? Like, but the like the Lord—he's going to show you. Like, if you had that certain standard for yourself. It's going to be there. It should, it should start being transparent to you when you're dating. Oh, standards. I raised standards. my standards this year. I raised Y'all, I, my standards. I don't even want to tell you the type of person, type of people I was dealing with. But Let's not talk about it. But I tell you, I you know, I went standards. from some zeros and I'm moving on to the heroes. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 You know, that's another thing I feel like is definitely a, a lesson of spirit. Like, spirit is like, you want to keep doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to run you through the mud with it till you just get fed up yes. and you're ready to be like, I'm out of here, done with it, no looking back. Yep. Oh, y'all, I finally got out of a relationship I've been in for last. Not even a relationship, a, a ongoing situation. Yes. On and on. We know about those. <laughs> toxic, everything you can think. Not supposed to be together. I finally was able to come out of that this year. And that's why I know I'll never forget this year. Because I came out of something I never thought I was coming out of. Yeah. Even yeah. being young, I was like, this is my husband. And now I'm like, can't see myself with this man on a day-to-day basis. Mm. So you said you couldn't see yourself with him. Did you take those red flags we were talking about? Did you take those warning no, signs? No, what you mean? I, I love him. Mm. I was like, what red flag? I mean, so what if he leave me in the house all day and play basketball with his friends? <laughs> <laughs> I love him, so I'm going to stay home and cook and have a meal ready when he get here. Girl, right. acting like a wife. Being acting, a wife. I was being a wife to somebody who didn't even want to be my boyfriend. Come on. Whoa. That's and a, that was settling. Because but a lot of, like, let's be honest. A lot of us do it. We try to ourselves as being, oh, I'm the wifey type. I'm this, mm-hmm. I'm that. So what do you do? You go and you do wifey things for a man that you are not supposed to do wifey things for. Yeah. Because he has not shown you. That he wants you to be his that wife. That he even wants you, like you said, even wants to be your, your, boyfriend. your boyfriend. Exclusive. Exclusive. He has not even given you the respect. So why are you over here overextending yourself? Yeah. So I understand that, Stacey. It's so many women that, that do that. I Men have done well. that. So feel like we all do it. Men we have well. all done that. And vice versa. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, that's another thing I've learned as well. Yeah. For I sure. mean, for sure. I feel like men sometimes, you know, 
when they see the red flags, it's real easy for them to like leave and be like, "Oh, I won't deal with her." Like, it is, you know, she she doing this and that, and she she walking a certain way. Oh, I won't be with her, or you know, whatever. Like they don't settle. Like I feel like they'll be like, "Okay, you can show me who you are. You did that. I don't like that. So bye." I yep. don't even feel like it's a so bad for men. I feel like it's more so I'm going to string you along to like get what I want. Mm. And I feel like that's what a lot of men do. Because, and I ain't out here trying to, you know, I'm a womanist. But I ain't out here trying to bash men because I like men. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. But it's more so just a thing of, it's just been what I've been shown. Like, yeah, your a man will keep you around if you, if you, okay. You got a dude and you giving him all this wife energy, you cooking for him, you loving him, you know, doing the nasty, do all this stuff with him mm-hmm. and giving him that energy. And he already knows she's not the one I want to commit to. She's not the one I want to be with. But he's going to keep you around for the things that you're doing until he finds the full package, yep. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny you say full package. Do you believe a man can have the full package? Mm. I feel like... A man can have what they think is the full package and mm-hmm. be okay with it. Okay. So I feel like a lot of men, because the thing about, it's sad, but I feel like, you know, especially just in my age group, I'm 21. I feel like looks are everything. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's definitely a big thing of like, you the full package just if you look a certain way. Right. Back. That's our, Compared that's to our a woman that, you know, may not look the way I wanted to, but she's Loving me, cooking for me, praying for me, whatever. Right. But it's like, because you simply have the full package looks wise, I'm going to choose you. Well, I will say, as you get older, you you realize that that is definitely not the full package. But your age makes total sense. Because I feel like a lot of people around that age, and still, even me and Sabrina's age, like, if you look a certain type, that's men and women, if you look a certain type of way, you already are probably 60% of, you know, the full package. But as you get older, you realize there's so many more morals, values, characteristics that play a personality, that play a part in dating. So I feel the same way. What about you, Sabrina? What do you think um, so far is a full package? Yeah, um, I think for full packages... As you grow, like you kind of said, like as I, as I've grown, I mean, I I want a man. I want to ask a man, what is beauty to you? You know, mm-hmm. what is beautiful to you? Right. And I want him to be mature enough to answer the question and not give me all physical appearance stuff. You know, right. I that want him to. Turn that is such a turn off. I want and, and ladies mm-hmm. that are dating or even men that are dating, ask someone what is beautiful to them or what what is handsome for the man. Like, if a woman was to pursue him, what is handsome for you? Like, is it just, oh, because I'm tall? Oh, because I'm whatever skin tone? Or, oh, because I make this much money? Like, what is it? Because I feel like the deeper the answer is the better. I don't want it the to be. Death. Yeah, I don't want it to be superficial. So I feel like when it comes to a full package, a lot of men and women go for their physical appearance, you know, because they want somebody that looks good. They want to have pretty kids. They want to, you know, they think about all these things and it's just like, I want a man that defines beauty in a different perspective. Yeah. I want to be different. I want to be in depth. I mean, that's, that defines beauty with death. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these folks... Beauty from the inside, Ooh. not just the outside. Ooh. I will tell you, out of all mm-hmm. the 
dating. I have done this. Year. I know y'all like, wait, she was in a relationship. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the, that's on. for, you know, getting to know me personally. But all the dating I've done this year has shown me a lot of these niggas is just as shallow as a puddle. Mm-hmm. Puddle. Ain't no ocean. You can't Woo! drown in that. Shadow, honey. I'm talking about you step in and your feet get wet. Shallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is just... <laughs> And that's what I've been shown because I, I had dudes. I've, I've, man, I'm talking about, you know. <laughs> 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 Let's go back to that comment. I'm going to put a quote, 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 Stacey Elliott. Um, step in it, my foot getting wet. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Okay, but just speak on death. Like I want, I want to drown in you. Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's going to drown. Because you have so me. much to give. You have so much to offer. It's nothing like, and and yes, we're speaking from you know our perspectives. We done transferred over to that, but it's nothing like dating or being with someone who has so much depth to them. Where every time you're out with them, you kind of learn something new. Not anything to where it's like, oh gosh, what I gotta learn now, but more so of like fascination. Like, oh my gosh, okay. I'm intrigued with you. I am intrigued with you. Like, what else? Like, let's talk about something of substance. Like, a man who could talk about something of substance, and even from a male's perspective, a lady, a woman who could talk about something of substance, who is not caring about the care, you know, just the surface. I feel like that is so important in dating. Mm-hmm. And you got, you know what else I have learned? Let's get back to 2020, what, what we've learned. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says, y'all. You have to date with intention, okay? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you do that, right? When you first meet somebody, if y'all go on the first date, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like at this age, if you're... Any age, really. If you're really trying to be... But I'm talking about like from a 24, 25 standpoint and up. If you know that you're trying to get into something serious, you need to ask that person. Are you trying to date with intention? Are you trying to get with some... Like, are you trying to have a relationship? Are you dating to get into a relationship? Are you dating for a future marriage? What are you looking for? Okay. If you know that they trying to say, well, I don't really know, you know, I'm just trying to see how things go. And you know that you're looking for a relationship, you need to roll. Mm -hmm. Because I promise you, most likely, 80% of the time, it's going to turn into a situationship. And it's going to turn into something you don't want. Mm -hmm. Knowing that at first you wanted a relationship. Right? But you, you dimmed yourself down to say, okay... I'm good with just a situationship. Or, okay, I'm good with just seeing where things go. Right. So, intention to me in dating is so important. And I have realized that. So, the next date, the dates that I have gone on, the dates that I go on, I know I'm setting that standard, period. If you're not about that, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Mm. Well, it's, it's, I love how we're, like, in the dating segment. And, yes. and everything that you kind of see is... but even though you're saying all this like in a dating perspective think about career wise like let's talk about like when you get on a job negotiating for yourself like and that's kind of the first thing I thought about like when you get to a job where you're actually like in a field where you bring value like being able to negotiate and to know like if you know you want to make this much or you know you want to have these type of benefits 
know that you can fight for those. Like, know that you have the opportunity to, when you get in your interview, you can say what you need to say to get what you want. Like, and not saying you have to be arrogant about it, not saying that you have to be unprofessional, but I definitely think there's ways, like when we're in careers and people settle in their careers, they settle in the things that they want to do. And that kind of, and that kind of like lets them like think like, oh my goodness, I have all these different things that I want to do. Why am I not? Like, why am I not striving for those things? But, okay, if we're talking, if we're going to transition over to career, yes, I'm not then I think that that also goes into what everything else goes into. You have to know your worth. Mm-hmm. You have to know what you bring to the table, period. You have to know that you are always going to be a value. When when you go to an interview, you have to know, yes, I, I may want this job, but at the end of the, of the day, this job is looking for somebody for a reason. They have a space that needs to be to be filled, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the value that I'm bringing, right? And if obviously if they've called me for an interview, they have seen on my resume or whatever else that I already something. have some type of value to them. <laughs> so you have to know yourself and know that you bring value, even if in your mind you feel like you're not even qualified. You got the interview for a reason. You better learn how to sell yourself. Okay. Uh, so I feel like you got to know yourself to sell yourself. Yes, you have to, and exactly. So you have to know yourself first and have that confidence and and have that security within yourself first mm-hmm. to know that I got this. Yeah. And not even like that as well, but you know, also being clear. Like I I know some some yes, like specific. Like sometimes people say things and they like assume that that person understands. You get it. You know, I say something I'm like, "You get it." And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. But like, no, like, even in relationships, career-wise, like, when you say something, you want to be upfront. You want to be clear. You know, like, even with the dating. Like, if I know I'm looking for a relationship, I know I need to be clear about that with my man or the guy that I'm dating, whatever. So it's like, I think that's a good thing that brings value to whatever the conversation is, too. So, I guess talk about all these things, 2020. In 2021, mm-hmm. what boundaries are you moving forward with? Ah, uh, okay. I'm first on chopping block. Ah, <laughs> uh, what boundaries am I setting? I can start. Okay. I can say this. If I'm just not happy in something, I just feel like just don't do it. You know, like I said, you know, you, sometimes people worry so much about what other people are going to think. Or how other people are going to feel. And sometimes you just have to worry about yourself. And uh, society and what we've learned is that that's called selfish. But it's selfish to an extent if you if you overdo it, right? But having a little bit of that is not selfish. That's, to me, self-care. So you have to know kind of what makes you happy and what you will allow and what you will not allow. So I know that I would definitely be practicing that in 2021, honey. If I am not happy about it, if I do not agree with it, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Yes. I'm here for that one. That. Mm-hmm. I say a boundary I know I'm setting is kind of with the intention thing. Like, I just ain't trying to do it for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't trying Don't to waste have, your time. See, yeah, like I'm not trying time. to waste my energy or my time because I know I could be doing other things with it. Mm-hmm. So we needs to be, you know, if I'm spending time with you, it's what we doing. 
You want to yeah. sit at the house and smoke all day? All right, I need to go on to the next house. I need to go on somewhere else because I know I don't want to waste my time doing that. All right? You know, so it's definitely a boundary of, like, are you trying to waste time? Or are you trying to spend mm-hmm. and actually spend time with me? I feel like folks don't understand what spend time is. When I spend time with people, important. I'm giving them my full attention to the best of my ability. Yes. To the best of my ability, I'm giving you my full attention. I'm listening to what you're saying, you know. And that's the boundary I want to set because I find, like, that it's so easy to just, chill with somebody mm-hmm. yep it's so easy like i feel i definitely been the fun girl the chill girl i'm going with the flow and mm-hmm. i'm just chilling and i'm here for a good time not a long time but for a good time mm-hmm. and that's cool it's definitely cool especially my age race to not get attached and it's definitely cool to just be you know doing that but it gets tiring it's like dang I'm tired of having all these fun nights. I want a fun year with somebody. Okay. Or years. I want a fun okay. year. <laughs> I want somebody to take my fun girl card away and be like, me out here having fun like this no more. Get me out the street. Bring me home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember I was telling Sabrina, I said, I'm so tired of being vacations for people. Mm. All I'm doing is giving people good experiences Ooh. and good times and a good, a good, a good. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. You got, you got such a good vibe. I just love being around. You got great vibes. Mm. What's that? Oh, well, what, what does that, that mean? mean? What does that mean? Cause it's like, what does that mean? Are we? You vibrating off my vibe? What's that? <laughs> what are you giving me? I'm getting you good, but what are you giving me? And what is a vibe? Let's just say what it what is. What is a vibe? Let's just say what it is. Does a vibe last a long time? You give me good cat. Something you come to every night, every day. You wake oh. up to it, you go to sleep to it. Yes. And that's the boundary I'm setting for. Yes. I'm a home, not a vacation. So if you want a I good time, that's right. I call Sally for you. What okay. about you? <laughs> so for me, I feel like I'm definitely practicing more self love next year. And I, and that's just for me. Like yes. because I feel like if I put too much energy in setting boundaries for others sometimes, like that can let you down quick. You know, I can be let down real quick when a brother not doing what he needs to be doing. So I just think practicing more self-love for me is going to do me well in next year. Like in next year, I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to make sure I'm mentally good, like to make sure I'm emotionally good, to make sure I'm financially good, like for me, like in my lifestyle that I want to live, like people don't understand sometimes, but it's just like, a lot of times, we can fall short within ourselves, and we can wonder why other people fall short with us, you know? So, I can see why Attraction. That... There you go. That's what you're saying. You attract who you are. And you do. You yeah. attract who you are. So, if you got somebody that's falling short financially, I mean, you might find somebody that's not giving all that they can with, with their jobs, you know? Yeah. They might not be able to be moving up how they're supposed to be moving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, too, like, for me, like, 
I have to start getting, like, I kind of took that entrepreneurship earlier, like, that go-getter mentality. Like, yeah. I need to stop being lazy. Yep. yep. I need to stop being lazy. Everything you know ain't going to be handed to us, Sabrina. I but know. You, but you know what else, though? That is a harsh reality. Nobody wants to think in their mind, damn. I'm a little lazy. Nobody wants to think that way. Nobody wants to feel that way, especially, you know, for me, I'm 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 pursuing my masters right now. I'm in ma- I'm in my masters program. So in my mind, other people would think, "Alice, you're not being lazy." But to me, I am because I know that I have so much more to accomplish. I have so much more that God has given me that I'm supposed to be doing right now at this moment. So, yes, I have been lazy 2020. I have not done everything that I know I am supposed to do. So, that mm-hmm. makes total sense that you said that. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to be lazy. I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I can't be lazy. And you can't do that. You got to love yourself the way you want you to be loved. You have to. Because mm-hmm. the way somebody loves you is how they love themselves. And that's why I never went off on somebody or just, like, clean was like, I can't stand you because it took the awareness in me to know. The way you loving me right now, that's how you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't love yourself 100%. So I need to get on. Right. Because right. if he got loving himself, how can he love you? So like, you're not able to love me 100%. You can't love yourself 100%. He's enabled. He's enabled. 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 <laughs> but I definitely agree. Like, that's why I said, like, self-love is going to be a big thing for me next year. Like, I'm really going to, like, you know. And it's okay for people to take social media breaks and Stuff mm-hmm. like that because sometimes it's toxic. Like yeah. that's a part of your lifestyle or as it's well. It's draining. I'm an empath. It's draining. It's draining. It's draining. I am too. I'm I an empath for real. For real. It's yes. draining me. It's impacting me. Like mm-hmm. I need to. Like I mean, yes, it's good for certain things. Like I've y'all found some good. I have found some good recipes on Instagram these past <laughs> two months. Yeah. But I mean, it has that good justice. But I think like any type of social media, it is just as much good as there is bad. It's equal. It's equal, bad, and good. Mm, I, I think want to say bit, equal. Yeah, I don't think it's equal. I think it, it is definitely a little bit more toxic than it is good. But I think it, the good is good. Don't get me wrong. The good is wonderful. The networking, the, the inspiration, right? The knowledge is definitely great. Like but let's be honest. You know, we're humans. We have faults, right? We are not perfect at all. So we're more imperfect than we are perfect. And so there is so much more negative negativity on social media than it is positivity, which is why people are so um, negatively impacted by it. So Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that statement. I get where you're going, but I don't agree with the statement. But Mm -hmm. I do feel like taking those social media breaks, are very important because yes, of that. It's very important. Yes. And yes. it also depends, like, y'all, like, it depends on your follower base. Like, it depends on what what Instagram quotes is something that you like often. Because, you know, your algorithm What's your algorithm up. is, really? Yes. But so it's, it's like, you it depends to, yeah. on what pops up. So, like, for me, I feel like it's just as good as it is bad because I got just as much good stuff on there that keeps me there. Just as much as it's bad stuff that I'm like, dang, like I know I probably shouldn't be watching this or watching these folks all the time. So for my algorithms, it's half and half. And that's why I kind of made that statement. But it just depends on what you like, literally. Like it, it depends on what it you like. On what you look at, what you like in your free time. Because I know my algorithm, I was like, fuck good hoes. I watched that, I watched that social dilemma documentary. I threw all that shit away. That was it. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But Stacey, we definitely like enjoyed having you. We like, did, Stacey. You I'm have been so glad to be here. Yeah, you are our little sister. 
and we knew that you were going to be such a great part in this episode. We knew that we could talk to you about this because not only, you know, have you communicated with us throughout this 2020, like we knew that you were going to give your insight. And so we're so glad you did. And also, you're our first special guest. Yes. Yes. So, of course, we would like to talk about so much more with 2020 with you guys, but it's just, you know, we're trying to fit it into a certain type of time frame, and we just can't fit everything. So, we would love for you guys to give us your feedback. Let us know in the comments. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you guys are thinking about 2020. What have you learned? What have you done? And what are you going to apply to 2021? Yes. And we love you guys oh so much. We're so glad you guys have tapped in with us and that you guys have had the opportunity to just come in here and be strong with us through this whole time. It's well since. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. That's all right. And it's definitely all right. So, yes, y'all go follow my sister. I'm pretty sure it'll be plenty more conversations we'll all have as a threesome on here. Um, and we just want to thank you guys for following us, keeping in ta- keeping yourselves tapped in into this episode. And we love y'all. And we hope you guys had a happy holiday. And you know what? This will probably be our last episode of 2020. Yes. So, we wish you guys a happy new year. And we have so much more in store for you guys for 2021. So many blessings to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.